Hey friends, it's Caleb, and it's Tuesday, July 5th. Welcome to The Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin is a best-selling author, international speaker, and global brand publisher. He's founder and executive director of Global Hope India and the CEO of Spirit Media. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the world. Before starting today's episode, Kevin asked me to make sure you've heard about The Writer's Club with Kevin White. Kevin just finished writing his third book in three years. He can help you write your first or next book. The Writer's Club with Kevin White is a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Learn more at spiritmedia.us. That's spiritmedia.us. Today, Kevin is joined by Dr. James Jernigan of Cornerstone Chiropractic in Cary, North Carolina. James is a brother in Christ, friend, and board member for Global Hope India. Put your hands together and let's welcome Kevin and James to today's show. Good morning, everyone. It's July the 5th. I hope everyone in the U.S. had a good Independence Day holiday. I'm Kevin White. I'm here with my co-host, Dr. James Jernigan. Sir, how are you? Doing great. You know, you just saying, you know, middle of July where it's insane how quickly time goes. Time doesn't stop, you know, and that's why we got to take moments to get centered in God's presence so that we can, we can realize that, yes, there's a ton of things that we're going to be maybe on our to-do list, but the thing that's most important right here, right now is being here right now. And we are so thankful that you are here right now. If you're watching on YouTube, you can actually see us. We're waving at you, saying hello to you. If you're listening, wherever podcasts can be heard, we're sobered and honored that you would be listening in. You're one of 166 different countries that listen into the show. Uh, So thank you for that. And we truly believe you're not here by accident, that God has a word for you, a vital word, a life-giving word, a word of prosperity uh, for you today. The show is all about helping you and I prosper in the presence of God. And so we're talking about a fundamental principle as it relates to prosperity, and that is that God's love is unconditional, but his gifts are conditional. And it's not about conditioned as far as you having to give a certain amount of money to the church or or uh, you have to pray certain prayers or give chants or whatever. Um, it's really conditioned upon your, your walk, your intimacy, your relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. And so, Dr. James, before I dive in uh, to today's scripture, what's been on your mind? Anything you want to inject here? I keep going back to, you know, the vine and the vineyard and uh, the vine and the branches. And so, you know, I, I could talk for days about that and continue to, I just think that it's so rich. If you just go and list and read it, do yourself a favor, spend some time and don't race through it. Every single verse really builds on the next verse. And then you get to realize one, I believe how to, how to live a life that matters, how to live a life that uh, is effective and how, how to live a fruitful life. Not only that, but that as you remain in Christ and Christ remains in you and you remain in the word and the word remains in you, that God will continue to, uh, it says prune and refine. And uh, it, he says he prunes you so that you will become even more plentiful and fruitful. Mm-hmm. And so as you remain in him, you know, it's like, so often we look for all these secrets to success and um, these life hacks and things like that. It's, it's just a lot of times it's 
biblical truths twisted into a lot of times in, you know, personal development, like selfish ways. And then, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're stuck and we're struggling. Why isn't this like, why isn't this working? It's because it's biblical truths that have just been shifted into, you know, almost like selfish desires. And if we really just allow God to prune us and continue to mold and melt our heart, then we realize that we don't need to go and chase things down because we're walking in God's word. We're walking in his, his abundance. We're walking in his truth, we're walking in his presence. And the Bible says that you are his masterpiece created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he has prepared in advance for you to do. And as we enter this presence, we realize that if God wanted you to do it, he would have had it in your day today. And so if, if we're in his presence and, and we start to see how fruitful that is, we start to see how abundant that is, then we're thinking, well, I, the secret to success is to stay in the God's presence. And you realize that you have everything that you could ever begin to want or need, and it's fulfilled in his presence. Mm-hmm. And, and as that fruit exudes through you, you're going to live such a, such a rich life in so many aspects. You're going to have an incredible relationship. You know, relationships are going to be incredible. Your job and, and your, your mission field and your purpose in life will become clear to you. And, uh, and I just don't want to want you guys to skip through that, that not only is that available to you, but it's God's desire for you. Mm-hmm. He wants you in his presence and he wants to bless you in all aspects of your life. And if you just realize how much he loves you, you know, we would stop and we would just cry and, and, and continue to just like fall to our knees because we're so unworthy of it. And, and he, he saved us. Jesus saved us in our unworthiness and he saved us in our sin and he set us free physically, spiritually, emotionally. He set us free in all aspects of our lives. And because we have the Holy Spirit in our life, we have all of this wisdom that God freely gives to us. And I think I could go on all day about all of those things. Um, I want to give you back the mic, but uh, just I just want you to realize that God wants you. I'm mm-hmm. talking directly to you. He wants you. He wants your heart. He wants, uh, he wants your mind. And he wants you to be able to walk in the freedom that he has for you. And he's specifically put these different principles in the Bible that you can start to apply to your life so that it's action steps that you can move forward with that are going to build a life on a strong foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. I really feel like we need to dive a little deeper into uh, the abiding in Christ, the, the, the vine and the branches. So why don't you dig up Dr. James, another verse there? on that chapter. And while you're, while you're looking at that, let me just point out three very quick bullets. When we talk about God's gifts are conditional, I want you just to see the subtitle to my latest book, Every Guidance and Provision You Will Ever Need Can Be Found Today in the Presence of God. And so that's conditioned upon you getting to the point. It's conditioned upon you and I getting into the presence of God. Uh, You're not going to have guidance if you don't get into God's presence. You're not going to have the provisions that you need if you don't get into God's presence. That's the condition. The condition isn't so much on you and me as much as it is on God. And if you don't tap into God, you don't have the connection to the provision and to the guidance. The second bullet I want to just make is that your what in life, my what in life is to become like Christ. The, the what for why for your life is to become like Christ. When God says 
that he has written a will for you, a story of your life. That is for you to become like Christ, for me to become like Christ. The third bullet is why, and that is for the glory of God. For the glory of God. Your what is to become like Christ. The reason for that is so that your life can display the glory of God. With that in mind, I want us to just take a moment for a revelation of intimacy, an an intimate connection between you and God, me and God, Dr. James and God. And one of Jesus's analogy is this vineyard and the vines of the vineyard. There are millions of vines, but they all go to a common trunk. And that's the analogy. So what verse did you choose, Dr. James? Take us into whatever verses you have on your mind. Uh, Well, there's a couple. So one, it's very clear. It says, no branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So it's very clear that if we're not remaining in uh, Christ, if we're not remaining in his presence, in God's presence, if we're not remaining there, then we're spinning our tires and wasting our time. You know, because we can do a lot of earthly, have a lot of earthly success, but if it's not, if it doesn't have eternal significance, then, man, we could have just spent weeks, months, or years and really not doing anything, you know, not making any progress. And so I would say, if you don't have a relationship with God, that's the first step is enter into a deep and personal relationship through Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of our sins so that we can have that deep and personal relationship. Mm-hmm. Once you have the relationship, now it's allowing that relationship to flourish. This whole passage, you know, it's talking about God pruning us so that we become even more fruitful. And that more, the pruning process comes in God's presence, that, that becoming more fruitful comes in God's presence. So we enter into his presence. We spend time in his presence. We spend time in his word. And as that word overflows and washes over us, it says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Like not only do we want to bear more fruit, right? That's the, I feel like that's a natural thing for us to want. God wants us to do that because then that's going to show by our fruit, it's going to show that we are his disciples. And that's not to prove it. It's to show it, you know, it's like, like the fact that we have the Holy Spirit, that's a stamp of approval that we are already, we already um, set free. Then being fruitful, multiplying, being, continuing to grow and expand in God's love, you know, that's his desire for us. Can you imagine that God's desire is for you to become even more fruitful? Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's just such a wonderful thing because I believe it was this episode at the beginning that we're talking about, maybe it was a couple episodes now, I think, uh, but it was, <clears throat> I think you said something along the lines of just because we think that God is a certain way doesn't mean that that's actually truth of who he is. We can have beliefs that are untrue, that are even logical. They're not true. We have these beliefs about God that we've um, maybe bought from the world. And because we believe those truths, we are, we thought those truths and they become our beliefs. That actually affects how we see God in our life. But God's saying, well, that's, maybe that's not, maybe that's not me. Mm-hmm. And so being able to have an accurate viewpoint of who God is, 
then we can have that deep and personal relationship. And I believe that if you have hurt in your heart and you think that God is a certain way, a lot of times it's, it's because we've adopted a bad belief system about him. That's not true. And uh, maybe he's trying to tell you, Hey, that I feel the same way. If you thought that was me. And, uh, and he wants to redirect your mind, renew your mind into truth. And, and that truth comes from his word. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. So you just teed up a quick commercial of, of the keynote I just shared Friday, uh, July the 1st on uh, letting God out of the box. This is the points. I'm not going to share that whole message. I just want to share this in closing. God wants to move from being a taker to being a giver. When you put God in the box that he is only in your life to take from you, then you're putting him in a box. But he wants to remove from that to being a giver. From you being disappointed and distracted to you being delighted. God wants you to let him out of the box by you being delighted uh, because you realize how delighted he is in you. If you think that God is disgusted at you, displeased with you, uh, disappointed in you, then you're going to put God in a box. Get God out of the box. Let, let you realize how delighted he is in you. The scripture says, delight yourself in the Lord. And so that's, that's an experience with God that comes as you let God out of the box. Uh, the next one is God wants to move from you renting to receiving. So often we act like God's just that landlord in heaven. And uh, if we put a, a hole in the wall of life, uh, he's going to come and chew us out and raise our rent. And we're going to have to pray more Hail Marys and give more to the church to get out of debt, get out of debt with God. And yet he wants nothing more than for you to receive, receive the Holy Spirit, believe and you will receive not your rent will go up, <laughs> uh, but some of us, we treat God like a landlord. And then the final one was um, from you being weary to God being worthy. Woo, that will preach from you being weary to God being worthy. And so just like James just shared, uh, improper belief about God can keep you weary and change the belief to God is worthy. And you will minimize how weary you are. I mean, like if you go back to June, my keynote in June, it was God's assumption. And I, I left it with this, assume God's best, assume God's best. And the more you get to know about how worthy God is, the more you're going to assume the best about God. But if you stay at arm's length away from God and you don't really know who he is based upon the word of God, not based upon what you've heard in church or what you see on Facebook about God, but what does the Bible say about God? When you see him based upon the authority of scripture, you're going to see how worthy he is and you're going to be less weary about your life. So those are conditions. It, it's not conditions upon your bank account, your skin color, and your height, and your weight, and all of that. It's conditions upon your intimacy with God. Peace is a result of intimacy. Prosperity is a result of intimacy. You know, a loving God loves us too much to allow us to be prospered 
without his protection over our life. That's where corruption comes from. It's like handing a 16-year-old the keys to a Corvette, and you haven't really given them an environment of earning that trust first. What they're going to do is they're going to, that Corvette's going to get wrapped around the tree and the teenager is going to go on to heaven and it's going to be a life wasted because the prosperity was given before purity was given. And so God will love us enough to purify us before he prospers us. And those are called conditions. And it's not because he wants to get from us, but he wants to give. The whole motive of God is to give for God so loved that he gave. James, any final thoughts? I think that's wonderful. I love that. Uh, I think if you're having trouble consciously, you know, wanting to have intimacy with God, it's usually because of getting stuck in unworthiness and, uh, and feeling guilty and shame, uh, probably less guilty, but shameful about things that you've done. And that's where it says, you know, repent. And it's so crazy how we hold on to things that what, if you've already been forgiven, then that God's already forgiven, or we hold on to things and we think that we need to make it right before we can get into God's presence. The only way that we can make it right is through repenting and getting into his presence. You know, I think sometimes people sit for <clears throat> days, months, years, decades, and not the thing that's holding them back is the shame. When God's saying, if you would just come be honest with me, repent, I already know it. You can start accessing some freedom and you can start accessing some joy. And I want to redeem those areas of your life. And, and so if you're feeling like stuck or struggling, just breathe and realize that God already knows mm -hmm. and he's ready for you to come and repent and, and come back to him. So maybe that's you today and, and maybe that's you for the first time or, um, or maybe that's you for the first time in a long time and you, you need to uh, repent and open up your heart to God. And so I would like, you know, Kevin, if you could walk through um, this, a salvation prayer, the prayer self doesn't save you. It's, it's your heart in it. And it's an example with the words behind it of the gospel and aligning your heart so that you can, you can really give your life to Christ because we got to stop running. We yeah. got to stop running. It's time to come home and it's time to enter back into God's abundance of love and his freedom. Yeah. So don't stop. You just go ahead and lead them in the prayer. And, or repeat after me. Yeah. If this is you or for the first time or First time in a long time. Repeat after me. Father God, Father God, I am a sinner. I've done so much uh, wrong and that I that I regret. That I regret. And I know that on my own, I could never earn my way to heaven. And I thank you so much for sending Jesus. So much for sending Jesus. For coming down, living a perfect, perfect, sinless life dying on the cross for the forgiveness of my sins. Going down into hell and coming back three days later, proving that he is Lord Almighty. And Father God, I, in this moment, give you all of my life. And I give you all of my sins, past, present, and future. 
and I'm here to be made brand new. To be made brand new. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, so if you just prayed that prayer with me and with Dr. James, praise the Lord. We would love to know it. Uh, you don't owe us anything. Uh, it's not conditioned upon that. But we would, as your brothers in Christ, would love to celebrate that with you. Uh, you can find our contact information in the show notes, uh, or it's as easy as Kevin at KevinWhite.us. Kevin at KevinWhite.us. But don't just tell us, tell someone else that's in your community uh, so that they can love you and pray with you and celebrate that with you. We'll see you back next week on The Kevin White Show. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to The Kevin White Show. Don't forget to visit spiritmedia.us for the Writers Club with Kevin White, a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Visit spiritmedia.us today. Visit kevinwhite.us and join thousands of subscribers to Kevin's free daily one-minute motivation series called Generously Blessed. Kevin's books, Audacious Generosity and Get to the Point, are available in hardback, paperback, ebook, and audiobook at kevinwhite.us, worldwide on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, and everywhere books are sold. Your five-star review on Amazon will be greatly appreciated. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright Kevin White International Incorporated, all rights reserved. Each week, we bring you a message of prosperity from God. Remembering God's greatest gift is His very own presence made possible through Jesus Christ. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show. Connect with Kevin now at kevinwhite.us. Kevinwhite.us.